0: There are no two experiences that are exactly the same. And comparison doesn't serve anyone. Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer, the fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all.
1: At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and
0: raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode?
2: Well, I have the honor of sitting with two breast cancer survivors here today and I was curious as we dive into a little bit about survivor's guilt and what you both observed as that and also how you would describe it for each of you.
0: Ooh, That's a big one. (laughs) That is definitely a big one. You want to go first, Gina? Sure. Um, Survivor's guilt Really, to me, what I took it very personally. Um, I truly had friends, relatives, you know, some had breast cancer, some had lung cancer. One was younger than I was. One was the same age as myself. And unfortunately, they are no longer with us. And I get I get choked up about it when i when I start to talk about it, because at both of their funeral services, I felt so guilty. like why did I survive, and they didn't? And it just it just played havoc on my my soul I, and and I might be a little dramatic here right now but it truly truly affected me and it's one of those things that there's no we have no control over it we don't have a, a, a reason for it we don't have why one person may survive and one person may not survive like if you play that game of back and forth you're spinning and you're spinning in a downward motion Mm -hmm. and it's truly unhealthy. And I, I had to find ways to deal with it, which we can talk a little bit more about that later. But my, my true feeling is why do we do this to ourselves? Yeah. And, and Maggie, I would just, yeah, I would just love to hear, you know, your viewpoint on this.
1: Well, and I think that's a great point is why do we do this to ourselves? Because I, I, I took it very personally as well and still do mm-hmm. because my mind was caught early and mm-hmm. they had a clear plan, even though I got a second opinion to make sure that was the plan. (laughs) But it was a plan that was executed by my medical team. And so it was like, when I got to the other side of that, I felt I did feel the guilt of mine was really straightforward. And the nature of what I'm doing now with Love Me Healing, I hear about a lot of people that are now being diagnosed with breast cancer. And initially my heart hurts and then I'm honored that they're talking to me and I want to help, but I feel guilty. That guilt sits with me every time I hear about it. So to your point too, where you, where you, you knew people that had passed away or that, you know, had a a rougher go at your age, whatever, you know, you hear about Mm -hmm. these things and I just, I really struggle to not have that initial twang of guilt when I, when I hear of someone that either is getting it back or they're on chemo right. for life or uh, Dina, I'll just bring you up, has to go back in for another surgery, right? I mm-hmm. had a lumpectomy and I have a scar and I have numbness and I have some things going on there, but I got to keep the girl's. And that, in and of itself, makes me feel guilty because there are a lot of women that didn't have that choice.
0: Exactly, I I did not have the choice. I did have the choice of going from a mastectomy to a bilateral mastectomy, and that was the choice that I made. And you brought up something that kind of. I have not an issue with, but it kind of brings up a little bit of anger. And Ooh, what is that? When, when people say, Oh, you have, you know, I, I didn't have that. What's the words? I did not. My cancer wasn't as bad as yours. Oh, or, or <laughs> uh, I just, you know, I can't imagine what you're going through or, you know, I just had a lumpectomy. I didn't have a mastectomy. You know, I I just, I don't know, you know, and I would get so upset because being a nurse for 32, 32 years and now coaching women In my business, Wellness Warriors for Life, and these women that come to me, and I'm like, wait a second, let's just stop right here. And I'm going to be blunt. Let's stop right here. You may not have it as hard as I did, but you heard three words that nobody ever wants to hear. And those three words is, you have cancer.
1: Uh, that is a brilliant point. And you think <laughs> about it, it and hard, the word you had it it's, harder than yeah. I, that's subjective. Yeah, like,
2: yeah, because I, I see I'm
0: getting tongue-tied. Already. Yeah. See.
2: <laughs> well, and I imagine that regardless of, uh, to your point, Dina, you still have to process through all the feelings. You still have to go through some sort of treatments and or and decisions and absolutely. So there's still a lot of the hard pieces that no one bypasses when they have that diagnosis. They right. have to go. Step-
1: the diagnosis up. is devastating. To your point, you hear those right. three words: "You have cancer." It's devastating. Period. And then you, each of us, has to navigate the whole set of unknowns, which is. Mm-hmm. Devastating as well, right? So I just, I, I I sit here and tell you, Dina, who that just made angry, I just had a lumpectomy. I can sit here and feel that <laughs> guilt, but at the same time, I'd be the first to tell you, stop
0: it. Stop comparing. <laughs> I, Why do we play the comparison game? Yeah, I don't know. Because and, we are all so different, <laughs> You know, we've said it before. You and I were diagnosed with the same exact cancer, but had two very different experiences. And
1: I, and on that note, Dina, I just want to quickly inject that with what you and I both do, with what the three of us are doing with this podcast, with what you do with Wellness Warriors for Life, with what we're doing with Love Me Healing, We are building community around this, right? So when you think about all of the stories out there, we want people to share their stories because it only helps the others that come after us, right? And I think about some of our healing guides that we have had for Love Me Healing. and, And some of them were reluctant to share their story because it wasn't hard enough. And it's like they felt it wasn't hard enough they, they right. felt it wasn't hard enough. They They felt like there wasn't enough there to share. But it was when we dug a little deeper, it's like, oh, my gosh, there's so many things you had to deal with while navigating this, whether you're doing it alone or whether you're doing it on top of another already disability or challenge or whatever, or whether you're, you know, have it more severe and longer term treatments. It doesn't. Anyway, I just, I get fired up because every single story helps because we're all navigating it in d- different circumstances. Right.
2: And when, when you oh. both did something with this guilt, it sounds like in different ways. And I guess I would love to know more about that. Like, how did you manage the guilt and what did, what did get you through? What does still to this day, I imagine you still have some guilt from time to time. Tell me more about that. It's uh, what's, what's
0: the best way to put this? Um, Everyone's story, first of all, matters. Mm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: All right. And what I would say is that some of the things that I went through, whether I, I did not go through a support group, a healing group, a community like Maggie, you just mentioned, I pushed it aside. I truly pushed it aside. I was in survival mode. I'm doing this and I'm doing it alone. I I don't, I just, let me go, let me do my treatments. Let me do my surgeries. Let me go to work. Let me take care of the family. Let me still ride the ambulance, you know? And there was a turning point where I still felt alone. Mm -hmm. And that guilt, I mean, that survivor guilt was, was, surfacing again. It mm. came, it went, it came, it went, you know, and I learned how to accept it. And once again, like you mentioned, we we both decided to take that experience and the learning and the growth and pay it forward and help other women that are going through it through our own businesses,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, and I, I do. I think the way you said that was was brilliant because it it resonates so much when you think about taking that guilt and even replacing it with gratitude, but not just for the sake of being grateful, but feeling like okay, I have a story. My story isn't the same as anyone else's because, like we said, they're all different, right? But in sharing my story, in giving my experience a voice, I can potentially help one, 10, 100, however many people out there. And so that turning that guilt into, I guess, service is what we both really did. Yes. And we still deal with it even though we're serving in our businesses and have been for over a year, you know, two, how many for you? Five years for you. Right. Um, I, I, what you made me think about is we don't have to, like when you think about our guilt, it might be because we're hearing of one person having to go back into surgery, like me hearing about your decision to go back in. Mm-hmm. We might be hearing about somebody passing away, we might be hearing about somebody having to go through another round of chemo. In those specific instances, it's not like, it's not like we either survive it all, or we don't. It's mm-hmm. how we navigate it, right? And right, any right. piece of of help that we can, like part of, part of, I, I, I'm sorry. I remember this one story (laughs) that just speaks so loudly to me. One of our healing guides has three, had three young children at Mm -hmm. home. And one of our newly newly diagnosed community members came in and she's like, I am beside myself. I do not know what to do. I have three young children at home and I can't even take care of myself, much less them. Healing guide is like, I had three children at home. Let's talk. Right. And
0: that's what, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's, it's really being able to say your story and say it out loud because that's a prime example on how one woman connected with another woman Mm -hmm. who's going through it. Yep. And whatever advice, whether the tips, whatever tools, and that helped one person can help somebody else. Yep.
2: 100%. Well, and you know, a lot so- of times you, you will meet people or have circumstances that arise when you need them. So it's it's like it came at a time where it was a, an alignment. It was the perfect time to 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 talk through that story. Yes and
1: And we have to, I think, as individuals, be open to that and potentially put ourselves out there in some ways, which Dina, you mentioned, you at first felt so alone because you weren't part of a community or you weren't going
0: to the groups or that sort of thing. and I think yeah, of, it, of- I, I didn't I truly didn't make the time for it either. I said in my in my head, I work full time, I volunteer. You know, I, I have to help this one, I have to help that one, you know, and I made no time for it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: whereas I know others did because it served them. And to be honest with you, doing this podcast with the two of you, Heal Inside and Out, and starting and, start, and have started my own business and really looking at it as that is my healing
2: mm.
0: because I realized that it was something that I truly needed. Oh, I 100%. You know? <laughs> and well, it's just, go ahead, Ma- go ahead, Marla. Go ahead. Oh,
2: just, I'm sorry to interrupt. You. I just was going to oh. say to that, I think there's something to... Uh, remarkable in a survivor's story that shouldn't be minimized with guilt or other things that your story also matters and is helping others just the same so uh-huh. it's it's a trap to think your story doesn't matter but everyone else's does it's it, it's both ways both of your stories and everyone else's stories they all matter
1: yeah, because I feel like, and this is something I know we're going to talk more and more about, and we touched on in, I think, a couple episodes ago about, oh, the, the healing is not just for breast cancer, right? Mm-hmm. And that applies in here so well, because survivor's guilt is, is to me, when when I'm sitting here feeling like, my situation was not all that hard and I survived. But again, if we look at the other aspects and dynamics that surround this, people, are, people all have their stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is on top of that. So we're all healing from something. And we're just we just happen to be right now talking about breast cancer. What other things are we or aren't we surviving? I guess
0: we can is, you know, think about it that way. Right. That is that is that is a true statement. What else do we truly need to heal from?
1: And and I feel and, like we're never healed. We're always healing. Because mm-hmm. are we yes. ever done?
0: Right. Sorry, I cut you off, Dina. No, no, no. You know, I was going down that path, too, because we talk about it so much, about ongoing healing. And I say it all the time in other situations that I'm in, in front of other people and whatnot, because, you know, oh, yeah, you're in remission. You're fine. No, still healing. How could you still be healing? Oh, you have no clue. Yeah. (laughs) And then sometimes I'm in the mood to explain it. And then they're like, oh, you're right. And then I'm like, and every once in a while, I'll throw a question out like, "Um, so is there something that you need to heal from? Like, is there something in your life that you may want to change or, you know, that is stopping you? And that's all Paula healing, Mm -hmm. without a doubt. (laughs) So you kind of reverse it a little bit and then people really kind of, start to understand. Yes. Well, and
1: I will say too that when you think about the whole point of being gracious with ourselves, which I say a lot, I just feel like with the survivor's guilt, one way to look at it is that, I don't remember who said this quote, so I apologize, that compassion is incomplete when it's only directed at others and not directed at ourselves and when we're feeling that survivor's guilt we're not directing that compassion at ourselves and it's just really thinking about there's there's room to have the compassion here for what we're navigating and also hold the space to have the compassion for the other person Mm -hmm. oh
0: that is so true. I did hear that phrase expression and I don't, I'm, I don't remember who said it either. And um, it makes a lot of sense.
1: I'll put it in the show notes. Cause I always want to <laughs> make sure I tell I credit the quote to the right person.
2: Right.
0: So I think this was just a fabulous conversation. Yes, it was. And once again, We all believe healing truly is inside and out. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us
1: by going to healinsideandout.com, where you can also find additional information and resources.